This Happy Times episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? I would use it to try and better understand myself. I find I sometimes get lost in not understanding how I'm feeling to the point where I'm not enjoying my moment. And that's where therapy comes into play. I think it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries because it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists if you find you aren't fitting well at any time for no additional cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HappyTimes today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash HappyTimes. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Happy Times Podcast. My name is Joey Kidney, and today we're starting a new series. And, uh, well, let's get a little uncomfortable. This is the Happy Times Podcast. So today we are going to be doing a little bit, little something a little bit different. And we're, <laughs> okay, this is a little bit awkward. So recently I asked you guys to ask me questions. I made a YouTube video and I posted a Google form because I wanted you guys to ask me questions that kind of made you a little bit uncomfortable. I want to answer questions and ask and have you guys ask questions, not necessarily about certain things that are so awkward to talk about, but things that you are awkward to talk about with your parents, things you are scared to ask your parents and things you are scared to ask your friends and everything like that. Like, I want that tea. I want that dirt. If you know what I mean. Now, when I said this and I, when I sent this out, I wasn't asking for anything specific. I wasn't asking for you guys to just send in, you know, certain topics or anything like that. I didn't ask for any topics except you guys created the topic without even knowing it. Literally all of them were about sex. So today's podcast is, well, there are conversations about that. So if you feel uncomfortable with this topic or if you are underage or any, any of the above, above, then please just leave the podcast, come back next week, and we'll definitely talk about something different. But I want to do this. I want to make this a new segment because I want to have more. I want to start getting more guests on the show. I believe next week we're going to try to get Elle on the show, Elle Mills, which is a YouTuber from Ottawa. She's amazing. She's one of my great friends. And we're going to try to get her on. And we're trying to get get her to um, go to another episode of Let's Get Uncomfortable. And this is going to be a new series on my YouTube channel as well. If you want to watch any YouTube videos and you don't know, I make YouTube videos. Um, my channel's name is Joey Kidney. And there, we're going to make a video. There's a lot of questions. There's, there's, oh my God, there's so many questions. There's like, oh wow, the list keeps going. There's like a thousand questions here. Um, we're not going to answer them all, but I answer more on my YouTube video. But we're going to go through some. Everything's anonymous. So you guys, you guys send in questions and you ask anonymously. Uh, I can never say that word. I always sound like I'm saying, what type of home do you live in? I'm a nemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanemanem
I think this should all be a comfortable situation to talk. I think especially if you're listening to a podcast, you're sitting in a room or you're walking to school or you're walking to the bus or you're you're going on drive or whatever it is, this is a you time. And I think, yes, this is going to be a little bit uncomfortable. That's the whole point of it. But maybe I'm going to answer a question that you've always been thinking about, and but you've just never had the guts to ask. So we're going to start off the first one. Now, I had my intern, Harmony, um, go through all of these, and she selected some for the podcast. Now, I did not select these. I did not go, go through these beforehand because I want this to be as real as possible. So for the first question, again, anonymous, I still can't say it. <laughs> That's the one word I can't say, guys. Let's just get over that. Um, but yeah, everything is sent in and nobody knows anything uh, or who they are or anything. So there's no names revealed in this. But if you hear your question, I don't know, maybe let me know. Maybe DM me and be like, hey, that was me or or not and keep it actually, <laughs> you know, private to yourself. And But I just don't want anybody to feel embarrassed for anything that we talk about today or anything like that. Because the first question, we're diving right in and it says, what are your views on domination, BDSM? And is it something you've ever participated in? <laughs> either as a sub or a dom. Um, okay, right off the bat, no. Uh, it's not something I've ever participated in. It's not really something that I'm necessarily interested. I don't know. I feel like I feel like with the, the, I know I know guys. This is something totally different. We usually talk about mental health on this, but this is a huge part of mental health, which is opening up and you know not just keeping everything inside. And if this is something that people really want to talk about, clearly because I asked you guys to ask any question, you all chose this. So clearly, this is something you guys want to talk about. But um, so if you feel uncomfortable at any time, you can click off. But uh, domination is not I, – I, I feel guilty enough, so I feel like putting myself in that situation. It probably isn't the best. But I feel like no matter what you're doing or if you're trying like role play or anything like that, I think it's about being comfortable with your partner and you can literally get through anything, I believe. Because <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I think if you're just doing that to a random person, well, one, it could – be come off as like sexual harassment it could be a lot of different things and then well you have like you're going to court so that's something you just got to be you just got to be cautious with um yeah oh my god i'm already sweating a little bit um next question when was the last time you masturbated with the hand that i just shaked i don't know who sent this in i don't know whose hand i just shook um i think i mean i'm not gonna make this specifically about me but i think it's i think it's um it's a good way to release any angst or any stress, which is just, you know, self-pleasure. And I, I think it's important to do it, um, you know, as often as you want. I, I, I mean, listen, I'm a guy and girls do it more than guys, which, which is crazy. So I've talked to a lot of my friends who are girls and like it's a pretty – it's an open conversation. They love talking about sex or anything related to. And th- yeah, they do it 10 times more than me. I can tell you that. Uh, next question. How did two girls have sex? Oh, okay. Um, I'm not an expert in this. Uh, I never will be because I happen to have a penis. Um, so I really just don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to give you the proper answer, but basically (coughs) Google is a thing and you can definitely go to that. Actually, I'm going to toss that question into Google because I mean, I know how to answer it, but I really don't want to offend anyone because, well, the LGBTQ plus community is terrifying sometimes and I don't want to say anything wrong. Um, oh, wow. Um, it doesn't necessarily say, but I, I, don't, I don't know how to answer this. This is awkward. We're uncomfortable. Um. The way I think of it is, this is obviously a question for everybody, but I think there's a lot of toys involved. 
Um, and I think it's just, again, being comfortable with your partner, being, well, laying in bed naked with your partner. And you could either, you know, I, we all know the common term of scissoring. That could be something. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's just multiple ways. And I think women just have more fun because it's not necessarily just this has to go into this. You know, it, it could be anything. You have your own fun. So, um, yeah, I'm going to let you Google that one because I don't want to get that wrong because <laughs> I feel like I'm going to say something bad. Um, what do you... What does a guy think if you choke on his dot, dot, dot? Um, it depends. It, de- it depends if, <laughs> wow, you guys really went to town on this. Um, yeah, so <laughs> it depends on, wow, I don't think I've ever been more uncomfortable in a podcast. This is so good. This is what we want, folks. What does a guy think when you choke on his dot, dot, dot? It obviously depends on the person. Some some guys like that, some some guys don't. Some guys like not non-aggressive and very submissive and, you know, stuff like that. And other people like it. So it's, again, all of these questions are really relative to who your partner is and being comfortable with your partner. If your partner really likes it when that when you choke, uh, well, you know, obviously that's a conversation that you have to have with him. Every guy is different. Every girl is different. Literally everybody is different. Next question is how the hell do boners even work? Blood flow. It honestly is just blood flow. Growing up, like a lot of girls just thought it was a, a bone. Like they thought there was a bone in there, hence the boner term. But literally it's blood flow. And I think actually I want to talk about this because I really want to get this across. Um, there's multiple times where this has happened and, you know, you're in this situation. As a guy, you can get it literally any time of the day. There's call, like the random boners. It happens. So you could be like riding on the bus and you hit a bump and it happens. And it's literally just blood flow. And, 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 you know, it happens like morning wood and stuff like that. And there's a lot of times where we just can't control it. It literally is the flow of our blood and that just happens. And I think girls automatically, when that happens, like when we kiss a girl, obviously we feel a nice little tingle and hopefully the girls do too. But we have something that's actually visible and, um, well, <laughs> it pops out. So, I think a lot of people think that that's automatically consent to the point where like, oh, this guy obviously likes me. Like, you, oh my God, he just got a boner and we kiss. Like, no, that's that, that's going to happen a lot of the time. And you may not be able to see it, but usually if it's a good kiss or whatever, if there's a connection, there's some, there's some friction down there. But just understand that just because the blood flow is working doesn't mean that ne- that's necessarily consent that the guy wants to get laid. And I really want people to understand that because... Well, there's there's a lot of people and a lot of guys who just well they go through sexual harassment or you know rape because they feel like they kind of have to and there's a lot of times where they feel like they're pressured and forced into the situation just because it's so awkward to the point where it's like yeah this just happens I'm not really feeling it right now it's really difficult for a guy to say no because of this stereotype behind it and the stigma behind it so just always be always communicate with your partner I think that's really really important I know I've said that a bunch of times in the podcast already but. I think that's really, really important. Next question is, how do you ask for things you want in the bedroom without feeling awkward or afraid if someone would think it's too much? Again, partner thing. If you're able to communicate, I swear to God, you're going to have the best time of your life. Like, okay, picture, don't, actually don't picture me. Don't ever, don't ever do it. But I like having fun. I think it's fun to be to like joke around whether you're just you're kissing somebody or whether even just you're on a date. I like being myself. I like joking around. I like making jokes and not being serious. If it, imagine Joey serious. Imagine me serious and like 
It just, it doesn't work. Like I have to crack a joke. I have to be weird. I have to burp or something. Something in there has to be funny for me. So I think just being yourself and allowing yourself to be yourself with somebody else and being communicating, what word am I thinking of? Just communicating with your partner is so, so important. And if you feel awkward with your partner, then I don't think that's somebody you should be with. So if you want to ask your guy or your girl things, um, to do in the bedroom, literally just come out and ask. And if they say no, then I don't, I I don't know. I just don't think that's the person for you. This is the closest you're ever going to get to a human. Um, so I think it's really important to feel as comfortable as you possibly can. Next question. Why is talking about sex and parts such a taboo thing? Well, I talk about this in the video and I would love for you guys to go check out that video because I talk about this in a more detailed way. Um, but I think, So guys, we don't talk about it as much as girls think we do. Girls actually talk about it more, which is crazy. Or at least the girls that I'm friends with talk about it a lot. And, you know, and as you can probably tell, there's a thousand questions here. Majority of them are from females. And I asked you to ask me anything and they're all about sex. So I think that goes to show who's thinking about what. And it's not a bad thing, and that's the whole point of this podcast is because this is such a proper conversation, and it's something that should be open. It's something that should be talked about. And obviously, I don't, I, I personally don't agree with um, losing your virginity or be sexually active before the age of eighteen. That's just not that's not something that I condone of. Whether you did it or not is that's up to you. Um, personally, I just don't believe that. I don't know. I think we're still going through puberty. I just don't think that's right. I think we're doing a lot of things, and like, I think it's really dangerous. Um, now, g- with talking about it, I think guys, we talk about it because we feel like we have to. And then when girls hear us talk about it, they think we're assholes. And then when guys hear about girls talking about it, we get kind of awkward because, well, we talk about that too, but we don't talk about it as much. Girls go into depth when they talk about it. And then it gets to the conversation where girls are very... Um, they're, they're quite dominating in the mental state of sexual intercourse because as a guy, we're always like, we're always trying to please a girl, obviously. And are we big enough is a question that, you know, we ask like constantly. And that's a, that's a question that every like 14 year old boy going through puberty is asking. And we're always going to ask that. And it's just, it's a really tough thing to deal with mentally. And I know that, uh, again, women may not understand, but it's, it's, it's a really, really tough thing. And no matter like, but I think guys don't understand is like, you could be too big for somebody. You could be too small for somebody. You could be too medium sized for somebody. And a girl could be too, too open for somebody. A girl could be too tight for somebody. A girl could be like not enough depth in it. And like, there's a whole bunch of stuff and it's just about finding your perfect pairing. But I think the reason why it's such a taboo thing to talk about this stuff is because we made it a taboo thing. We made it such an uncomfortable situation. But if you are listening to this podcast, I'm not saying go and blab to your parents about this. I'm not saying go and blab to your friends, but I'm just letting you know that if you need to talk about something, talk about it, you know? So next question, do you think your first time sleeping with someone should be special? Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, no. And I don't, I, okay. How do I explain this? I don't necessarily think it needs to be somebody that you're going to marry. Um, that's just me. I'm not. I'm not religious, um, and that's just that's just my thought. I de- I definitely think it should be something special. Whether that's you just feeling as comfortable as you possibly can, or with a, your best friend, or with somebody that literally somebody that you're comfortable with. I hope it's not just you going out, getting drunk at a party, and doing something stupid. I I genuinely hope it's not that because every single time I hear that. 
I just hear somebody complaining about it. And the next thing you know, it turns into a charge. And that's just never something that anybody wants to hear. And that's just so unfortunate because I, I really just don't want anybody having to live through that. So just being prepared and being comfortable with somebody, I think it's just, I think that's the most magical thing because then you can be yourself and you can, you can kind of go through the situation together, not knowing exactly what is happening or anything like that. But, you know, going through it together and being safe is so important because the worst thing that can ever happen is you get drunk at this party, then something happens and somebody takes advantage of you. And the next thing you know, you end up with an STD and that's just never something you want. But if you're comfortable with somebody and you talk with somebody and you're communicating with your partner, then you can discuss, you can discuss STDs, you can discuss being safe, you can discuss practice and everything like that. And I think that's really important because there's so many things that can go wrong. And I don't think a lot of people think of that, especially when we're underage. Um, next question is, is foreplay important? Again, it depends on your partner because, um, well, some girls, you know, okay, how do I say this? It needs to be a slippery slope for a girl in order for it to feel good and the same for a guy because, well, uh, and you know, going sledding in the sand isn't necessarily the best feeling, if that makes sense. Or, you know, sandpaper, it's pretty rough, right? Let's just leave it at that. So if if foreplay is needed, then yes, it's important. Is a lot of sex okay in the beginning stage of a relationship? By the way, it's not all we do, but it happens quite often, and I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, I call that the honeymoon phase, and not necessarily because it's sex, but it's just because you're so in love with each other that you need to like grab onto each other like all the time. I think it, and I think that's fine. I really do think that's fine. Just understand that and get your get your man prepared for it because guys really like sex because it's such um, like a stress reliever for us. Um, and I, I mean, it is for women too, but more for guys because it's easier for a guy to orgasm and everything like that, as you know, we know. So preparing your your male for, okay, this is going to slow down. I hope you know this is a really good thing. And having to talk about it and communicating with him and, and yourself so you're prepared for it. Because one day it's not going to be every day. You know what I mean? It's not going to be all the time. But I think, it's, I think it's normal. I think it's a honeymoon phase. So I wouldn't worry about it. Just be prepared for when it you know, stops. Why does guys get scared when I say I'm a virgin? Because we don't want to hurt you and or or I'm going to be honest with you. Maybe some guy wants somebody that's, well, um, not educated. What's the term here? They're well-rounded, if you know what I mean. Sometimes guys are just looking for different things and that's the same with girls. Sometimes girls are looking for different things. Sometimes girls are looking for somebody who can take control. But if it's a virgin, then they really don't know exactly know what they're doing. They need to go through their first time and fail a few times and mess up and everything like that. So... But when, when, if I heard somebody was a virgin, that's, that's a huge step because, one, you really don't want to mess it up and you want to make sure that person is as comfortable as possible. Um, and that's, that's just – that's obviously my opinion on the whole, the whole matter. But it, it is a difficult thing for a guy to prepare for and a girl to prepare for. So I think it goes both ways. Um, so it doesn't necessarily care, scare them. It just – it's a big thing to handle for both parties. Do you prefer when girls are shaved down there or not shaved? This is a huge question on the video. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't matter to me. I like it, this is not a me preference. Like it shouldn't be a me preference. It should be a you preference. But please, and I want to get this across. Please understand that you should not shave right before. 
I don't think a lot of people know this because countless of people shave right before they go out because like they're like, oh, I want to look good. I want to be like ready for my man and everything like that. And I get that. I, I understand that you want to be like well-groomed, but do it the day before. What you don't understand is that when you shave, you're cutting your skin. You're literally opening wounds. And say that other person shaves, you are then like you are transferring whatever liquid or bacteria or blood is down there. You are transferring it to each other. So you better have a good immune system or whatever it is. You know what I mean? So every single time you shave right before and that person shaves right before, and I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just telling you that's how a lot of things are transmitted. So just shave the day before and let that wound and let that close up. I don't like the reason why we have hair where we have it is for bacteria purposes. It's literally to stop bacteria from getting in. So having like a little, you know, protection down there is never a bad thing. I, I, I do think um, just being clean, I think being well kept is more important than being completely bare, if that makes sense. But again, up to you, up to your partner. Does it really matter what age you have sex? Mm, yeah. Personally, yes. I'm going to give uh, like my, my personal answer, yes, because I just, again, I think puberty, our body is changing. It's really just not ready yet. And I, uh, but I mean, back in the day, people used to have it at like age 10 and they get pregnant. And I just, I, I don't agree with that necessarily. But if you do, then hey, that, that's, that's a you thing. But me personally, I believe you should be um, I, uh, after the age of 18. That's just my personal preference, though. But, I mean, kids nowadays are having it at 14, whatever it is, whatever they can, anything that moves, you know, and it's, it's crazy, but it's, you know, it's not my, my, not my motto. How long does sex usually last, and do you always orgasm? Um, no. Okay, no to the orgasm thing, and how long does it last? It, it's different for everybody. Sometimes it can last, you know, sometimes it can last an hour, sometimes it can last two seconds, like literally last. Um, and I think that it's just different for everybody. I don't think there's this question is really um, there's any proper answer. Um, women usually don't orgasm from penetration, and not to make you guys uncomfortable again, but that's usually the case. Um, so there's a little bit more work involved for the guys out there who are listening. But guys, they they usually do orgasm. But if you're just not attracted to somebody, or if you're just not feeling something, one, you shouldn't be in that situation anyways. But um, Two, sometimes it just doesn't happen, and that's that's fine. You don't have to, um, but as long as it feels good for you and you're comfortable and everything like that. I'm 20. I never really dated. Therefore, oh wait. Therefore, never really engaged sexually. Is this okay? How do I even deal with it when people pressure me to start my sexual? Who's pressuring you? Who is coming to you and pressuring you? Literally, you are the pilot of your own life. Zach and Cody reference. Um, you're 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 in control of your own life. Whether you're 20, 50, 19, 14, whatever it is, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Whether, like, you don't have to go out and date. If you're interested in it, go do it. Go, go date some people. If you're interested in being active, go be active. Obviously, at the, I personally believe, at the age of 18. But this is all up to you. It's not based on anybody else. If you are comfortable with somebody and that person is comfortable with you, then I think that's that's your answer right there. There is nobody pressuring you ever, and I really want you to believe that. No matter how much your friends comment about it, no matter how many of your friends joke about it or anything like that, there is no pressure to do anything, especially in this topic. Does sex happen like it in the movies? Uh, they don't show anything in the movies. If you're talking about porn, then yeah, yes and no. Um, you can't smell porn. I think that's a very important thing to understand. Um, 
But no, it doesn't, it's not always smooth. Like people don't understand, like the process of even taking off pants is the most, it's the weirdest thing. It's so funny. Um, but it, it doesn't happen that smoothly. And it's just, there's, it's not just go at it. Like if you're, if you're canoodling with somebody for the first time, it's not just drop trowel and go at her. You know, it's not like that. It's, it's, there's awkwardness. There's so much like, keep in mind you're not talking there's not a lot of talking so it's very awkward and for somebody who likes to talk a lot then it's a very uncomfortable situation so no it doesn't happen like in the movies can a boy's penis really break during an erection yes it can break it can be sprained and everything that's the last question really okay all right that uh, yeah it can break i don't necessarily know all the science behind it but yes it can break so please for the ladies that are just jumping around if that breaks inside you uh Good. Oh my God. That sounds so painful. Oh my God. Okay. All right. Well, that's it for today's podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I apologize if this made you uncomfortable. Hopefully you clicked off. If it didn't, then I hope you enjoyed this little uncomfortable session. And hopefully it made you a little bit more comfortable. These are conversations that we can have with literally anybody and anyone um, or our parents, or you can have them with me. I'm not an I'm not an expert. I'm not a therapist. I'm not licensed. I'm not anything. This is just me talking about little experiences or experiences I've heard of and stuff like that. So if you guys enjoyed this, make sure you share it around. Let me know. Tweet me, Instagram me at Joey Kidney, and let me know what you thought of this podcast. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. Stay you, stay beautiful, and thanks for getting uncomfortable with me. I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.